Awesome. So welcome to the Money Buddha podcast. Um, our guest today, um, you probably already know her. She's a local artist who sells her art um, all across the Maritimes, and I'm sure further than that. Um, she's been painting for 13 years, seven time, uh, seven years full time. Um, you might have seen her on CTV Global, CBC, and CBC Radio, Radio Canada, um, various fundraisers. She's everywhere, so I'm sure you know her. But if not, um, this is Katie Dwabar. Thank you so much for being here. She's beautiful. She's stunning. It is beautiful. And people follow her on social media. I might be coughing half this podcast, so that's all right. We're real here. I have asthma. Don't judge me. Oh, no. It's the worst time of year. Is it for asthma? I think so. I mean, it's all in season, so. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Hopefully you'll be Well, you're welcome. Thanks for saying yes. (laughs) So our first guest on the podcast. Really excited. Oh, my God. So happy to be here. <laughs> I feel like um, all of your guests are going to be very formal and like, I don't know, talking about their life like perfectly. And I'm going to be like this gog show guest, but I think that's I think it's okay. I think that's perfect. I don't think I'll have, I mean, we'll see, but we'll have all sorts of people on here. I do like people that are too formal, so okay. no worries. <laughs> um, So... A little bit of, about the podcast. Um, so the reason I started the podcast, um, as we talked before, we started recording. Um, I really like to connect with people, and I feel like I don't always get that in my day to day. I've been thinking about starting a podcast for a few years, and I never really just started. I never did the steps. Um, I tend to do that. I overthink things, and I just don't take action. So here we are. Taking action, yay for me. So, uh, yeah, thank you. We're doing it. So, uh, the podcast um, is basically about um, people who live their life on their own terms, who make their own rules, um, who most of them that uh, will probably have has businesses or are self-employed. They kind of create the life that they want. Um, by following what really lights them up. So um, Katie is the perfect example of that, I would say. Um, so I do like watching you on social media. I always like your posts because they make me laugh. <laughs> I like that you keep it real. Right. And you say it how it is. Like, I feel like you, things pop in your mind and you just write them out and press send. <laughs> press <laughs> go yeah I don't know what I kind of post what I would send my friends like a lot of people um will send things privately but me I'll just post right. it publicly <laughs> love it I love that that's what I love I the most about. like okay yeah I'll just share this. you also have said meme whatever yeah <laughs> no that's hilarious I think that's what people love because most people don't put it publicly and you've yeah. been doing it for a while well, all those memes I'm like I already saw it oh oh for sure. I want to, I won't send you memes. I'm sure you saw all of them. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Um, so um, I'll start with some questions for you. 
Let's get right into it. Let's get into it. All right. Okay, so I want to know, I'm really like curious. I always get curious about people that I kind of, that I admire. So um, can you tell us about your journey to becoming an artist? How how did that come about? Okay. The journey. Where to begin? <laughs> uh well, it it's a long journey, but I'll try to like summarize it. Basically, I always had a passion for art. Like even as a child, I remember like four years old, my parents put me in like art camps and they knew I was really into it. And um I was actually a pretty sick kid with asthma, <laughs> obviously. And I didn't always play all the sports. So I was always like drawing. So my parents would like, instead of putting me in like basketball camp, I'd be in drawing camp. So I wouldn't like have an asthma attack. <laughs> that's awesome though. Usually my asthma's not this bad. But anyway, so I feel like that's kind of how it started. Um, But yeah, I would like receive awards in middle school, like, you know, best artist of that grade or whatever. And um, then in high school, I didn't like stand out as an artist. Like, you know how you have like the the band kids and the athletes and the art kids. The art kids at my school kind of like, I don't know, were a certain way. And I felt like, well, I, I'm not, a, I can't be an art kid because I don't dress like them or talk like them or I don't know. Like, I just didn't feel like I fit in their group. So I really shied away from art all during high school never had an art teacher said you know you i see talent i see potential nothing so i said okay well maybe it was just maybe i was just good in art in middle school right then i graduated school i'm like i don't know what to do um i'm literally telling my life story that's what i want that's what i like to hear love it okay so then i graduated school didn't know what i was gonna do because uh academically i struggled um so i was like okay well i'll go to i'll take a one-year art college course here at mckenzie college in moncton that should be fun i didn't think i would become an artist anything like that i literally was like i don't know what to do i'll take a right. year year off go to art school for fun um i'll pay for it and i know i was good at art in middle school mm-hmm. and then from there the art teacher so my um, the, the college said, hey, like, you can have a a scholarship to graphic design when I finish the program. Like, they all, you know, I, I got, like, A pluses there. Like, all the teachers couldn't believe. I mean, I'm, I sound like I'm bragging, but they no, were impressed how fast I was, like, catching on to things that they were teaching me. Right. Uh, so, and which was, for me, I've always been, like... <laughs> I don't want to say slow but like in school I struggled I could never catch on but right. visually or like with my hands I was very fast right. so anything they would teach me I was always like the top of my class so which was cool it was a good confidence builder especially after high school for sure but but still I was just like okay well, I'm just here for fun like I'm not gonna, it's possible to be an artist like nothing's gonna come out of this but great great year for me but then um, like the last week of school, I had a, uh, someone from the Aberdeen Center in Dieppe, um, the director of the Arts and Culture Center, and she was scouting people, and she said, can I buy this picture? You're really, I, I see you have a lot of talent. 
she scouted everybody and she said, I want to buy yours. Wow. Right? And it was like, that was the first time anyone's ever said, I never even thought like I could sell art. So she said, right. can I buy it? And I said, yeah, sure. 80 bucks. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So she took that. Then the next week, a student said, hey, can I buy that? And I said, okay. And then another teacher wanted to buy that. And then I had an order. And then I was like, whoa, this is just happening organically. Like I never pressed for it. So then um, I'll stop the story soon because I don't want to like keep talking. But it's okay. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Uh, <laughs> fast forward. So, I, so I, that's when I started to realize, okay, my art can sell. But I know I can't be an artist, so let's be realistic and go to school to be a teacher assistant or an educational assistant at Olton College. Finish that course and said, okay, I got a big student loan here. How can I pay off my student loan? I'll do some drawings. Right. Or so fast forward, I finish. In three months, I um, told in three months, I sold like 40 paintings or something crazy. And I paid off my full student loan just from posting on Facebook. Like I, I thought I could sell a few, but I would just post, sold, right. post, sold, post, sold, post, sold. And then I wrote on Facebook, oh, I sold. I paid off my student loan in three months. Bunch of people liked it. Global News said, can I do a story on this? It got shared, like 4,000 people shared it, something crazy. Uh, then from there, um, when I'm supposed to be, you know, an educational assistant at this point, I'm supposed to be, um, working. I was like, well, actually I have like 30 orders right now. I'll just keep drawing until this dies off. Right. And make a long story short, it's been like, I don't know how long now, like 10 years or whatever. And I've, it hasn't died off and I've just been drawing sets. And it's kind of like a joke because I've been waiting for it to be like, all right, it's going to die soon. But it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. And I keep raising my prices. So that's how it all started. That's amazing. I think it's so important to talk about the fact that you said you weren't doing that well in school, like like high school. You didn't feel like you were academically, do I mean, like that great, it, like um, but that you were like top of your class in art school right I mean so I see that a lot and that's kind of where I feel like we have to realize that we're not we're not all made the same we're we don't think the same way we don't thrive in all the environment and that's exactly what I want this podcast to be about pretty much like not everyone because so many business people like the the most successful like business people that I know most of them are like ADHD. They're they weren't good in school. Like they have all these things that they were put down for in school, and not like no one was really seeing their full like their potential or whatever. They weren't being told like oh maybe. Do you know what I mean they all just people assume oh they're not anywhere do anything, but they're like the best business. Yeah, or like because I've sold a lot of paintings to very like successful people that own businesses. And some of my, you know, some of my most successful clients, because I sell art and art right. typically is on a, it's a 
want, not a need. So I'm selling and my art, you know, it's like 600 and up. So a lot of business owners buy my art and some of the most, you know, impressive, successful people I've met all, yeah, told me the same, like, oh yeah, I dropped out of school. I mean, I think back then too, is different because some of these men are like 50 years old or 60. And I feel like right. now if you have a high school diploma, you might not be able to like, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, a lot of them said the same that they just either dropped out or were bad at school or, or rebellious or whatever. Right. Yeah, no, I love hearing that because it just shows, um, it shows like even kids in school now because like presentations and I always, usually it's about my job. So it's like, oh, come present like your career or whatever. So I like doing that, but I, most of it is about more like following their their own like internal like yeah you know what I mean as long as you have a good work ethic and you have good social skills right I'll do well in business but unfortunately a lot of kids that struggle in school academically not all but some of them have such low confidence and the teachers push them aside that they're like well I'm not even gonna try like whatever or they end up being rebellious right or so I feel like as long as you're trying um if anything that can have an advantage because of how much i've struggled in school i would work twice as hard as the other students in that business so right oh for sure that's awesome thank you for sharing that no problem (laughs) um okay so um do you think i think about this question um quite a bit for my kids do you think Post like post secondary education, like do you think it's gonna, we're still gonna have to go like to get good jobs, or do you think it's gonna maybe die off? Like for people that don't need it, do you know what I mean like doctor, lawyer, whatever? What's your take on it? I don't know. Like I'm not too educated in that whole topic to even say. Okay. However, what I feel about like the future. And AI and, you know, machines taking over and all that stuff progressed to. I think on paper, that sounds great. Like, hey, you know, a lot of things are going to take over. But I think humans long for human connection. Mm -hmm. And that will always remain the same. And we saw that during lockdown and COVID. And eventually we're going to come to a point and say, okay, well, I think humans, you know, we need to work with people. We're happier that air depression rates are going to go down that way. And I think at some point, um, we're going to realize that one of the biggest skills, because we're going to have so many machines that can do almost anything, is like human connection skills, social skills, talking with people. Because I feel like that new generation that's coming in, some of them lack that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so like glued to their phones. So I don't know. I think yeah things will take over but at the end of the day like humans are humans we need connection and i think having a skill of being able to connect with people is going to be one of the most valuable skills eventually i feel like right now we're just so pumped about technology but eventually we're going to be like oh man we really need these skills that a lot of people lack like right can't make a computer have human connection and social skills and all that stuff i don't know that's what i think um that's what i like about my job like painting i'm not using a computer Right. Using my hands. I'm dealing with the public. I like the realness of that. So 
That's awesome. That's so true. I love that answer, actually. Because I feel like we're overstimulated, obviously. And it's like we're kind of in a in a spot where we're wanting to disconnect or needing it, but not knowing how yet, like 100%. When we work on, I mean, I'm on the computer all day and my phone and like it just pops in from everywhere. So it feels like we, yeah, we definitely need to go that route find ways to disconnect so I, I love that about the fact that painting is like that for you that's like yeah being sure. a painter is like yeah basically like, like we're not made to just you know be on computers all day and have machines take over like right totally 100 years ago things have changed so much it's like i don't know it's just crazy there's always like an adjustment period i feel like we go right. too much one way and then we're like, oh, okay, let's go back here. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, love that answer. Thank you. Um, okay. So some of it we already talked about. You paid off your student loan in three months, which is awesome. Love that. Love that so much. Actually, I want to talk about that a little bit. So like financially wise, I feel like a lot of people right now are having a hard time. Um with like their bills or whatever because of just the times and everything's gone up or whatever and a lot of people don't realize but you can think outside the box and make money doing other things than just your job to be able to pay off some debt so I love that so much that that's how you did it in your case it kind of kind of just happened and you went from there and it, it like organically happened you didn't think about it and have to like right. But I just love that because some people don't realize that they could do, you can sell like anything. They can make money. Like, I mean, even sell stuff in your house, like on Marketplace. Like you can literally just do any type of thing to like pay off, you know, I mean, a student loan, for example, or whatever, credit cards. So I love that. That's awesome. I love that you shared that. That's like goals for sure. <laughs> and like working for it because a lot of people... They want it, but they don't want to do the work. So, True. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what would you say is a common myth about your job? What do people assume? Um, I think, um, well, a lot of times when people, a lot of times when people buy a painting from me, they say, oh, this is the first painting I bought. So... Right. It's not like a topic a lot of people are super, you know, well-versed in because from the most part, it's their first experience even buying a painting right. uh, because I'm selling art at somewhat of an affordable price. You know, it's not thousands of dollars. Right. Um, so people often don't know the price of a painting. They don't even understand that, you know, a canvas cost me $150 sometimes and that's me getting a half off bulk discount but mm pairing -hmm. you know pictures they see at home sites that it's like a plastic um you know print mass-produced print that's made on like really cheap material so like you have to factor in paint paint has doubled since inflation uh so, you know, just because I'm selling a painting for 600, it might have cost me 300 or 200 to make. Right. So, and people say, hey, how much is a painting when they ask for a quote? Sometimes they're actually expecting me to say like $200. Like people just have no concept or no idea 
and it's all types of people it's very educated people people just don't really understand obviously some people do mm-hmm. but it's surprising how many people don't so i would say that's probably like the number one myth of art is people like think that artists like when they sell a painting it just 100 percent goes to their pocket basically right um um and i think another big thing is there are stereotypes of artists for a reason because some artists fulfill those mm-hmm. for e a lot of people say oh like just no rush to make this painting like just make it when you feel like it like i don't want to rush an artist but it's like well this is my career so i'm not going to make it when i feel like it i i work monday to friday and make fire things right. um and i'll make it on tuesday you're my schedule like it's not like a, i when i'm in the mood or when the moon flows a certain way or when you know when my i don't know like some artists are very like spiritual and they're all about like i don't know when they feel inspired well no this is a career this this isn't like a side gig for me like i have to work right so kind of like basically the the stereotype or the myth that people think artists are kind of like wacky or weird or spiritual like Right. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but you can even Google, like, once I Googled what are the stereotypes of artists or why are artists so, if you just type that in, <laughs> they weird, um, wacky, poor, like, all these, like, there's stereotypes of them. So, yeah. Right. That's funny. And I, I try to break those. That's, and that's important for people to know, too, that it's not, um, like, it's your job. So, do I mean, like, your time, your energy, like you work, you decide what hours you work. Like you said, like it's not. Um, I think people forget about the back end stuff. They don't really like. I find business when you have a business or like you're self employed, people really have no idea like the background stuff. They only there's a lot of assumptions there. So that yeah, I get it. Right. That so much. And like all one the good, one good thing I will say about being the the stereotype of being an artist is people catch people will give you a lot of slack Mm -hmm. so if there's a mistake in the painting oh well it's part of it's part of the art right if i'm late or something with the client they're like oh don't worry i know how artists are (laughs) or my hair is a mess like oh don't worry like they're an artist i get it like people always i feel like or, or like i'll message someone and be like oh i'm so sorry i forgot about doing your painting like, oh, don't worry. Take all the time you need. I know artists, they need time. I'm like, okay. Like, whereas other business, I don't think they can get away with that. Yeah, that's so funny. That's true. People are more, yeah. They're harder on, or like their mortgage, let's say. They're more like, hey, like, have not yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, you can't feel like in a week, oh, sorry, I forgot. Which I right. mean, sometimes things fall in the crack, but we try not to because it's all time sensitive, right? So that makes yeah. sense. So funny. It's true though. I'd be like, oh, she's even my post. Like, there's some things I could post that you probably couldn't because you're seen as like, a professional and right. Or some things I could just always be funny and people are like, oh, whatever. She's an artist. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They won't get uh, yeah insulted about it as much. I mean, I'm sure you get all sorts of people, but all sorts of comments or whatever. Like some people just like to comment the opposite. But anyways, love that. Um, okay, so we have a, a few minutes left. Like, uh, 
So when are you the most productive? That was one question I wanted to know. I think I know the answer, but um, in work or life? Yeah, I think like supper time. So I have like this weird routine. I eat supper, an early supper. And right after I eat, I paint because I finally get energy. Right. Um, and yeah, and then I'll paint late. I try not to paint too late. And sometimes I'll break it down. Like, so after I eat lunch, I'll paint a bit, take a break, eat supper, paint a bit. So it's usually after I eat um, because I feel like you need a lot of energy. I feel like it's almost like a sport in a way where... Right. Um, although, yeah. And, but yeah, I do paint, like, pretty much every day. And it's usually evenings. So, yeah, I think I'm a night owl. Right. That's what I thought. That's that's current type is true. (laughs) Love it. So, are you a procrastinator or super organized? Well, I get the job done. Uh-huh. So I think I I think it's a bit of both. Like I don't think I'm like one way or the other. I'm not like super organized. I want to call myself, you know, like very um yeah, organized. But I wouldn't call myself a crazy procrastinator. However, I'm making a painting for the premier of New Brunswick tomorrow. I have to go see him and I don't really a quarter done the painting so after this i have to finish that painting and, te- and I've, I've known about this for like five months so this is a bad example so technically i'm procrastinating this painting <laughs> so yeah depends on sometimes i work well under pressure too like i know right. that i don't like i know i'll finish the painting today it's not like um rush out of time but right i couldn't have i shouldn't have left it last minute anyway <laughs> i kind of yeah. got used to i feel like i work better under pressure so I, I won't worry about something if I'm not ready to like do it. So if I know I have like a presentation, like going to school next week, I'm not like oh like I need to, I need to prepare that like every day. You know what I mean? I won't be like oh my gosh, I haven't done it yet. So I don't stress myself about it anymore. I'm just like, it's next week. I'll do it. I know I'm gonna get it done. Or even if I finish at nine o'clock or the night before my PowerPoint presentation or whatever. But yeah, I know I'll get it done. So I don't stress about it anymore to get that. Cool. Okay. So where can listeners find you online? Where's the best place to find you? Hi, guys. So the best place to <laughs> want to sound like an influencer. Uh, no. I mean, I do have an Instagram. To be honest, I don't sell that much on Instagram. I think. I'm not sure why, but Facebook, I sell at least 90% wow. on Facebook. So my business page, not my personal page, but Katie right. Duero Art. Facebook is where you can purchase a painting from me. Or Typically, I take orders. Sometimes I have art for sale. And I do have just like a Instagram, Katie Duero. Katie Duero is just like my name. That's it. But um Sometimes I take orders there, but I think it's because I sell mostly to like 40 and up uh, and are on Facebook. Yay. Facebook. 
Sorry, my coffee this whole time. I feel embarrassed. No, don't be. You're perfect. So yeah, so go go follow Kitty if you haven't already. I feel like most people around here uh, in New Brunswick, anyways, or Maritimes, I should say. I'm sure. Fred follows me. Everyone in New Brunswick, I think so too. Because I talk to people like, oh, Katie Dwaras, if everyone knows who you are. Girl that posts six times a day. Yeah, we know her. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like name needed. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. It's yeah, well, I mean, it was fun. I felt like this is really natural and organic. And um, I think it was really, it was, it was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, no, I like to keep things simple and, um, yeah, no need to be super uh, formal. I don't like formal anymore. I've never liked it, but I feel like it's more accepted now not to be formal about things, and I love it. Love it. I think that's actually what people want want more as well. Like, that's what people crave. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being here, and... I don't know how to end this because it's my first podcast, so I'll figure it out. Bye. <laughs> Just say bye. <laughs> <laughs>